0: Welcome to Public Domain Video Theater presented by the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for another episode of Boston Blackie. The original air date on this one is December the 19th, 1952. It's Season 2, Episode 10, and the episode is Inside Crime.
1: Danger. Excitement. Adventure. Boston and Blackie. Enemy of those who make him an enemy. Friend of those who have no friends. Yes, sir. That's Boston Blackie, and he's quite a guy. Put your hands up. Get the door open. I said get the door open. Everybody in the vault. No, not you. All right, start filling some of these things. days they don't even throw away the bone. How about it, Taylor? You've been doping for 12 hours. Are you ready to talk now? I guess so. I'm Inspector Faraday. This is Mr. Hanlon, the investigator for the insurance company. What do you want from me? We happen to know it was an inside job, so we're going to question you and everybody connected with the Lynn job. Could you identify any of the other men? I don't think so. They all had masks on. They talked to you, didn't they? One of them did. Uh, what do they sound like? Like a million other guys his voice was kind of low kind of hard he must have had a key to get by that back door taylor i suppose so where'd they get it how would i know that where where were you when you first saw them according to the company's schedule he should have been right outside that ballroom door guarding it that's where i was say what is this anyway you didn't have any idea those hoods were moving in on you i was just coming around the corner you didn't even hear them they didn't make any noise they, they were wearing sneakers You know, the the tennis shoes. How does that sound to you, Faraday? Well, we know about the tennis shoes because we saw the prints in the alley. All right, but they must have had a key to get in that building. You said that before. I'm saying it again, and I want to know why this fellow was so accommodating. Accommodating? What do you mean? You let those men come all the way down that corridor and surprise you when you were supposed to be guarding that vault. What could I do? I was covered by three guns. Take it easy, kid. Take it easy. (laughs) You're married, aren't you, Taylor? Yes, I'm married. Got a new baby, haven't you? What has that got to do with it? Let's leave my wife and kid out of this. Sorry, but your wife might be in it just as deep as you are. Take it easy, Sally. Everything's going to be all right. But I've been waiting all night to see you. I don't even know if he's alive. He's alive all right, Sally. How do I know that? How do I know anything when they won't even let me see him? I'll get Jim to see him. And the point is, you didn't do anything. How do you explain that? That was your job, wasn't it, to do something? To what? they had me covered, one false move and I'd have been full of holes. This boy doesn't look as always feeling very well. Can't we take up this questioning later? Sure, and give him a chance to improve his story. I don't have to improve anything. I had nothing to do with the job inside or outside. Why don't you come clean, Taylor? How much was your payoff on the deal? This lump on my head. Your wife has been a long time getting over having a baby, hasn't she, Taylor? Must have cost a lot, Dr. Bills. Look, can't we take a breather? Give him a chance to talk with his wife? Why don't you stay out of this? Tell the girl to come on in, Blackie. Right. Oh, Hanlon, you should take a course in self-improvement. Your disposition is showing. You can come in now. You come in with me, of course. Ron. Oh, Ron. What have they done to you? It's all right, baby, it's all right. I should have done that 20 minutes ago. Find out anything? Not a chance. Hanlon's doing all the talking. Let's have a smoke. Good idea. When we come back, I'm going to borrow that insurance stick from that room. He's getting a little bit too rough. Good idea. Mrs. Taylor, what do you want to tell me about this case? Are you crazy? What can she tell you? You've known all along that your husband has been involved with these crooks, haven't you, Mrs. Taylor? I'm sorry, but I I don't understand you. You two have been in the spot financially for a long time. Ron, what's he getting at? Don't pay any attention to him. What about it, Taylor? Are you going to admit your partner's in hold-up, or am I going to bring charges against your wife as an accessory? Accessory? Ron, he can't do that, can he? Why don't you leave us alone? You better give me a statement, Taylor, unless you want your wife involved. You can't touch my wife. No? I'll have her booked so fast it'll make your head swim, Sonny. Booked? You mean put, put me in jail? That's exactly what I mean. Their agencies will take care of your baby. Hamlin's going to prosecute Sally as necessary. What? Yeah, what about that, Faraday? You've got a choice, Taylor, and you're going to have to make it right now. You mean you'll let my wife and kid alone? That's the deal. All right, then. I was in on the holdup. Now let me alone, will you? Taylor, we'd better stop questioning for a while. This boy needs rest. Well, that's up to you, Inspector. Taylor just confessed he was the inside man in the robbery. From now on, he's all yours. you better leave now, miss. Excuse me. Nice work, Hanlon. Thanks. Ah, take it easy, pal. We're all kind of unhappy. Ron couldn't have done it. I know he did do it. Of course, it's Sally. Ron isn't that kind, and Blackie's going to prove it. Times when I would willingly sell you into slavery. Now what? <laughs> well, the idea of letting Sally Taylor think that I could clear Ron. I don't give this hand on a thing, but he did get a confession out of him. I'm talking about how he got the confession. So he browbeat him. I don't buy that idea either, but sometimes you have to go to extreme measures to get a confession. Look, Blackie, Ron was hit over the head. If he was in on the holdup, why would that happen? Oh, that's an old trick. Tap the inside man on the sconce and him with a look of innocence. Look, like we've got to settle this about him. Yeah. You stay here. I'm going inside and see if some of you will stake us. I've known Ron and Sally Taylor for years. Ron's no criminal. I think your attitude is miserable. Look, there's Jake the Hermit. I don't care if it's the Duchess of Windsor. Blackie, let's settle this, please. How do you like that old character? Crashes in any place. Blackie. Yes, dear? Are you going to help Ron or not? Look, Mary, couldn't we settle this after? Blackie. Why, Jake, why don't you sit down? Uh, Thanks. Tell me, how goes your battle with City Hall? Oh, fine, fine. I got to tell them something once in a while. Kind of keep them on their toes. Yes, sir, and you're just the guy that can do it. Oh, you know Miss Wesley, don't you? Oh, yeah, sure. How are you, Miss Wesley? Hello, Jake. What else is new, Jake? Oh, nothing much, only I saw that robbery yesterday. You did? No fooling. Yeah, the Lynn job. Yes, sir, I watched them come and I watched them go. Even saw them knock out the guard. Key zunk. One held him, while the other fellow let him have it. Key zunk. Good stake, ain't it? One of them held him. What about that, Blackie? If that tap on the head was a fake, why did they have to hold Ron? that match will you hey there's the old man who told us he saw the robbery he's talking to boston blackie Come on. what else did you see jake they used a panel truck for a getaway car i even got the license number the license number did you tell the police about this no you know what i think of the cops blackie hey joe telephone please how'd you happen to see all this jake well, I was strolling up the alley, giving my dog Naren, when I seen them come in from the street. And they didn't I... see you? No, I was gathering some bottles out of an old can, and I was stooped over. And when I seen them, I stayed stooped. Jake, you sure you're not making this up? No, no, I might lie to some people, but not to you, Blackie. Well, what else did you see, Jake? Well, they all wore rubber men. Looked like men from Mars. And when they went inside... The panel truck backed up to the door. I should have made a report, but I was afraid they'd nail it on me. Barrett, I isn't taking any calls. Jake, are you sure you can remember this license number? Sure. It was T-1... T-1. t You know, it's kind of hard to remember on the empty stomach. Oh, sure. Here. t what T-1... 1... Uh... That's all I can remember. T1123. T one one two three? Mm-hmm. Now look, if I take you down to Faraday, will you tell all this to him? You know, I ain't no stool pigeon. Well, oh, Mary, you keep Jake here. Joe, my hat. Man, what excitement. And there's lots more coming when we return in just a moment for part two of our Boston Blackie Adventure. Look, Blackie, I- I've got no time for conversation. But I've got a lead on this case. I was talking to Jake the Hermit. Jake the Hermit. Well, Now, wait a minute, Faraday. You don't really believe that Ron Taylor had anything to do with this holdup, do you? Maybe not. But if you expect me to get excited over anything that comes from Jake the Hermit, you're crazy. I'll see you later, Blackie. But just a minute, Faraday. Maybe there is nothing to this. But he told me he got the license off the truck that was used in the Lynn job. The least you could do is check with traffic. Well... We've got nothing to lose. It's T-1123. I'm sorry, Miss Wesley, but I've got to be going. I left my dog outside. Uh, Jake, why don't you stay a little longer, Black? you will be right back. Oh, I'm very sorry. But I know you'll be mighty hungry. I'm Glad to have you. I wonder where that dog is. I can't find him. Why He never oh, ran away right. before. Come on, you two. We're going to have a little talk. <laughs> you don't know nothing about keeping your nose clean, do you? No, wait a minute. I didn't do nothing. T. One one two three. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Stolen all right yesterday. Let's go have a talk with Jake. You stay here. Where did Mary and Jake go? They left about a half an hour ago, Blackie. Jake said something about his dog needing him. What did I tell you, Blackie? That old joker was just conning you along for a meal. Not a sign of him. I thought I told you to stay in the car. something in the alley. Let's have a look. How is it? You won't do any talking for a while. Better get the ambulance. Good boy, Whitey. No sign of Mary, huh? No, I'm worried. I put in a call for an all-point bulletin broadcast. Good, you gonna write in with Jake? Yes, I may be able to get a statement from him when he comes, to. Oh, Blackie. There's a phone call for you from Miss Wesley. Mary, what happened? Where are you? Blackie, Some men beat up Jake. I followed them a the cab. It's a garage, 750 Main Street. Can you come over? I'll be right there. You played it smart, baby. If you'd have double-crossed me, I'd have had to kill you. It's so funny on the phone. Oh, I see. Your girlfriend's been very cooperative. Hope you'll be the same. Save yourself a headache. Let's go via your car, huh? Come on. Oh, yeah. Won't you sit down? Watch him, Lou. We had to bring him here, boss. They were nibbling at our heels. This guy Blackie got a lead from Jake the Hermit. Get her. Look, Blackie, I'll make a deal with you. You let me go and take half the money. Better at 500,000. That's the best proposition I've had today. Let's argue about it a little first. All right, put them up. goes on, Blackie? I've been chasing you two fellas all over this end of town. Frank Fundertag, here, watch this character. I want to borrow a few kilowatts to talk to my friend, Faraday. Let me talk to Faraday. Uh, Blackie, are you all right? Sure, I'm all right. Hanlon's your man. No, no, no. How do you like that guy? Sure, it figures. As the insurance investigator, he really had not insight. He even knew who to pick for a patsy. Blackie, you're a genius. You're only saying that because it's true.
0: Welcome back. One thing that's interesting to note about this episode, as well as the TV version of Boston Blackie, is how much the characterization of Faraday has changed. From the radio version, particularly the early one. Frank Orr's take on Inspector Faraday is of a pretty genial uh, police inspector, and he gives unabashed praise to Blackie that you wouldn't have heard on the radio version, particularly the early episodes where they were always uh, going after one another. So it shows a much changed relationship. Plus, his trying to protect the uh, security guard from getting. Browbeat by Hanlon also was something that was different because in the early uh, radio programs. Faraday would be the one doing the uh, browbeating uh, questioning. But if Hanlon had been honest, the idea that Faraday was uh, questioning how aggressive he was being may have just been a sign that you're being a little too aggressive. As it was, I think it was obvious from really the early part of the program that Hanlon was the guy, particularly when he left the hospital room having gotten the uh, guard to confess, but not having gathered any information about who the outside people are and where the loot was. So it was pretty obvious writing to have Hanlon be the bad guy, but I think it would have been really bad writing to have it turn out any other way, because then his behavior is inexplicable. He's essentially saying to Faraday, Okay, Well, we don't have the loot. We don't have the main people behind this uh, crime. But here's the inside man. My job as the insurance investigator is done. Given how obvious the problem with Hanlon's behavior was, Blackie's uh, reluctance to take the case was also a bit weird, accompanied with a somewhat weird and out of left field statement about being tempted to sell Mary into slavery for getting him volunteered for this case, and a defense of the entire threaten a security guard with a concussion while he's in his hospital bed with getting the, his wife thrown into jail in order to obtain a confession tactic. And it's an odd take for Blackie to be annoyed. You know, I could understand, you know, if you weren't, in the habit of doing this sort of thing, but if you're advertised as friend as friend to those who have no friends, then you kind of have to go with that. Of course, he does, and we get to see what we really want from Boston Blackie, and that is uh, just insane action sequences. Uh, I guess it says everything about the difference between Blackie and Mary. That Blackie's first instinct is to climb out on the roof and see if he can jump into the villain's car while Mary does the sensible thing and checks to see if she can get the door open and runs downstairs. And doesn't get downstairs far after Blackie, so I'm not certain if the whole climbing on the roof... And jumping into the car thing actually uh, saved Blackie any time, but it looked cool. And uh, we had a fairly okay uh, car chase scene, hampered just a bit by trying to hide Hanlon's identity. This is a decent 1950s car chase scene. Of course, uh, television didn't reach its peak Uh, best car chase scenes, in my opinion, until the 1970s when they really got it right and you could just watch these things all day on television. But as it is for the 1950s, it's not too shabby. All right, well, that's all for now.